morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got two Italian stallions this morning, Mr. Johnny Crypto and NFT Tones is joining us, so I'm very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how the time is now for XRP investors, as former SEC Director William Hinman's emails have been released, exposing the games being played by the United States regulator. Ripple CTO David Schwartz hits that new prospects could be on the way for RippleNet, while Elon Musk tweeted at CEO Brad Garlinghouse, indicating his support in the fight against the SEC. BitBoy Crypto goes off for a rant of the century, stating he's fighting, fighting battles the public is yet to understand. And the XRP is looking stronger than ever as the tides begin to shift in Ripple's direction. We deep dive into everything XRP related, showing our listeners clear evidence of why 2023 is the year of institutional adoption. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So we got 161 live listeners joining us on this Friday. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are about to break down all the developments in the XRP lawsuit. So you guys are going to be very excited with today's episode. So Johnny Crypto, we were about to go to you, but he just left the screen. We're going to NFT Tones this morning. Tones, typically Friday is NFT day, but with all the news in the Ripple lawsuit, you already know what we're going to talk about. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic with this Ripple lawsuit, and I'm excited for it. Oh, we just lost Johnny Crypto. Oh. Nah, just continue. Well, well he'll, he'll figure it out. <laughs> all right. Well, Johnny K, you know, if you ever need some uh, help with your technical difficulties, I'm right down the road. So uh, just call me. Uh, anyway. Thanks, NFT Jones. We're going to Johnny Crypto this morning. Johnny, GYST, my friend. How you feeling? And thanks for being here. I don't know. There's some technical scam. I don't know what the hell's going on with my system today, but let me just say this. Good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, sometimes we're late. We're humans too. We have issues. We have problems. We got meetings. We're busy. Uh, so we apologize, but appreciate you uh, staying out there like we're real troopers and warriors waiting for us to get there. So it's a so, oh my God, there's so much news ripping out there right now. Ripple, I can't wait to hop into it. BitBoy going crazy. I love it. Oh, it's going to be a fun day today. It's happy Friday to everybody. Let's go. I'm excited, guys. Happy Friday to everyone out there. And we were late for, that was my fault. I take responsibility for that. But we're going to get started the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto <laughs> Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. 2,025 followers. We love talking to you. Go smash that follow button. Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index, nothing to address this morning. Sitting in the exact same range we've been for basically the entire month. But let's check out what's happening on our crypto bubbles this morning. Do we have any big gainers? Casper is up 11%, and this is TON, which is up another 10%. But generally, this is a red day in the market. Let's dive into the total coin market cap here. After I get this loaded up for our listeners, we're sitting at $909 billion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 40% dominance. Ethereum is about 17%. Bitcoin is sitting at 19000 flat. Ethereum, 1300 XRP is $0.44. Cents. Cardano is $0.34. Cents. Stellar, $0.10. Cents. Algorand is 30 And Quant is $173. Before we dive into all of our news for today, Johnny Crypto, what are some of the projects that you're watching and how are you feeling, my friend? 
Yeah, you know, I'm kind of on still more the the whole storage kick. So I've been, you know, getting stacking things like file. And actually, I was talking to Mario yesterday. He was at the show, and storage is another one that storage J that I'm looking at. Um, but you're gonna laugh, Abs. I almost don't want to tell you this, but I just dollar cost average into Solana yesterday. I have to. I, I got to get into Solana. There's just too many people, too many horses, too many big, too much big money behind it. Even though I may not totally love it the reality is you know they've got a product that's out there we know the key to adoption is getting out there first and they've got a lot of stuff already working on it but there's just too many forces behind it that want it to succeed so i ain't no fool i i, I told you i don't know which horse is gonna win the race but i gotta make sure i got some horses in this one and i i just started the dca myself into solana so uh, I'll be, and I like it. It's pulling back. So it's a perfect time to grab some, you know, Very by the way, Johnny. that is not financial advice, by the way, abs and make sure you do. We are not financial advisors. So make sure you do your own homework. Somebody said abs, nice house. Can me and my eight kids move in? Well, if they can fit in, <laughs> if they can fit in a green screen, then they can live in my house. But NFT tells, I'd love to hear from you. Algorand is going to be spot. What? Sorry, Johnny. Rob Paul's basement, I thought. He's got plenty of Ah, uh, you thought, my friend. You thought. I'd love to hear from you. We got Algorand sponsoring the FIFA World Cup tones. What are some of the projects that you're watching? And then we're going to dive into our XRP news. I am watching Wax. You know, Wax P, my favorite coin, as always. Then we're watching XRP, of course, with all the news going on. Then I'm watching Splinterlands, SPS. And then I'm watching Solano, of course, as well, because a lot of gaming stuff is happening on Solano. So I'm very, very excited for Solano. Really exciting. Johnny Crypto, I'd like to go back to you. The Fed has announced that they are predicting they're going to raise rates another 75 basis points. This isn't a surprise, but this is definitely not what we've been looking for. What does this mean to you, Johnny? What are you anticipating? What it means to me is it reminds me when I was a little kid. I'll never forget one day my mom brought me to the bank and it said, deposit your money here and you get 12% interest rate. The banks are paying 12%. The actual mortgage interest rate, if you wanted to get a mortgage, it was 16%. I mean, I don't even know if anybody can wrap their head around what a 16% mortgage rate would cost you, but it would just destroy the housing market. Now, I'm not suggesting we're getting anywhere near that. That's just what it reminds me of. But I think interest rates are around seven, are going to be around 7%. And I, and I posted something on Twitter. Go check it out. You'll see a couple of days ago what that actually means for the housing market. This means we're going to see at a minimum, at a minimum, you're looking at somewhere around, and again, I'm not an economist. I'm just an engineer that knows how to do some math. You're looking at probably abs a 20 to 30% pullback in market prices. That has to happen. It has to happen for people to get approved for the same house they could have bought a year ago at double the interest rate. So just set yourselves, be ready, guys. The housing market is going to crash. That's really interesting, Johnny, but we're going to dive into some crypto stuff right now because we've got a big, big video to show our listeners. This is BitBoy Crypto going off on Sang Bankman Freed and some of the people who are trying to create this market and make it more centralized than it is today. We got 230 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button and you may want to turn your volume down because BitBoy, he's screaming his head off in this clip. Oh, I love it. Let's go. This guy right here, Ryan Sean Adams. I don't know who the F you are. Because you're not important. But here he says, please, dear Lord, and any lawmakers or adults reading this tweet, just know BitBoy doesn't represent us either. Talk to Jay Shervinsky. Talk to Miller CWL. Talk to Coin Center. You know what? We are tired of people that look like this guy trying to run stuff. I don't represent the people. The fuck I don't. 
I'm the one who does. It's me. I'm the one out here putting the work in behind the scenes trying to save crypto while these devils, Sam Bankman Free, Brian Armstrong, they're trying to permanently ruin it. This is not about money for me. I hope you guys understand this. I'm here fighting for you. This guy with these freaking glasses on, this douchebag is out here trying to tell you that only the suits know what to do. Only the suits. Only the people who have all the money. They're the ones who can determine what happens. No, our bill is for the people. Couple of things that stick out to me here. First of all, BitBoy has definitely been in the weight room. My man is looking jacked up in that clip, but I do want to stick on what he said. He criticized not only the people who are behind the scenes trying to regulate this market, but Sam Bankman-Fried in particular, who filed some information with Congress, basically stating that he wants total control over this market. They want to be able to track transactions, shut down individual wallets, and identify nefarious players. Want to give a shout out to BitBoy here. Obviously, there's some conflicting narratives. I think BitBoy is dealing with something where a couple of years ago, he was a different individual. I think this market wasn't as evolved as it is today. And I think that he got involved with some projects that maybe he does regret and he will have to deal with those consequences. But overall, I think BitBoy is great for this market. And I do think he has good intentions. I'd love to hear from Johnny and then we'll kick it around the group. Well, let me tell you, this is going to take a while because I, I, when I saw this last, what the hell is going on here? So I kind of, this guy here says almost perfectly, right? Where where he he gained more respect for Bitboy after that and realized Bank Bankman is a rat snake weasel. So here's the thing: when I saw that abs last night, you should have seen me. I was so pumped up. I was grabbing my war boots. I was ready to go out there and go fight the war with. Him. I love this guy. I, I you know I, I I love I should say I love what he's standing for. I love that he's representing it. everybody in our comments here is saying he's full of crap or they're, they're, they they think he's on roids or he's having a rage. No, you don't understand. People don't understand what. Ben is trying to do in the background for crypto. That's why I get why people are saying what they're saying. I actually appreciated what he did. He's trying to get a bill passed through Congress that'll that'll protect crypto. And as we heard the other day, Yusko literally said this too: that the 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 smart money, the big guys, the elite, they don't want crypto for us. They want to squat. They don't want a decentralized system out there, right? That's outside the system. So I think what's happening here is. These guys, and Ben has been doing this for a while. He's connected. He knows what's going on behind the scenes, Ab. And the reality is what you have is you have a bunch of guys, like he says, that are literally saying, you know, behind the scenes. They actually, if you play the rest of that video, what you'll learn is they went and snuck. They took words from Ben's bill that he's been working on to get done. And he had to raise money to do that. So kudos to him. And then they, and they put those words in their bill. But then with all the bad stuff in the bill so they could steal Ben's supporters, which is effed up. That's just totally wrong. So I don't blame him for going on a, ra on a rage. And by the way, he does look great. You're right. I saw that. Too. I'm like, damn, my boy's been working out in the gym. But this is huge. Everybody who cares about crypto, every single one of our warriors right now should be out there supporting Ben and, and all of us who are going to try to fight this thing or anybody who raises up for this. You should be out there. So send your congressman letters. Let them know you don't want crypto to be decentralized. Leave it the freak alone. Leave it the freak alone. Good for Ben. Proud of him. Kudos. I tried to get him on the show today. I wish we could have had him here, but, you know, he's tied up. He's got a lot of stuff going on. But the reality is this is the kind of voice crypto needs. And Ben's the perfect guy for it because he's the most popular known influencer right now for crypto. So good for you, Ben. Love it. Keep the fight going. And I'm sure he knows all the warrior maniacs are behind him. So warriors rise. Let's go. 100% Johnny. Let's kick it to NFT tones. NFT tones. You're known for having rants of the century. I think BitBoy just won up to you there, but what are some of your thoughts on that clip? 
Yo, I love it. I love it. I, I really think that was a great clip, especially because he tells you how it is. Like, he's trying to tell and warn everybody that there's shit going on in the background and that we need to actually pay attention to this shit. And he's opening everybody's eyes. So I definitely think that this is a really, really important clip to pay attention to. And I think that we need to pay more attention to what BitBoy says because he is a very popular influencer. And I think that it's important because he has such a grasp. And I don't think, I, I feel like these congressmen are going to be more scared of BitBoy than anything else. Yeah, they should be. When you got it, well, listen, so now you see what's happening here. I think Yusko said this somewhere. Well, let me take that thing down. Yo, uh, so Yusko brought this up. When, what they're doing is by alienating and pushing people to the side, they're making people rise. Of what can, like Kanye West, that's the last guy you want to be turning off who account you want to turn off, right? And then you got a guy like Ben who's got a strong voice in this community. Now you're going to have a guy like Ben and Kanye teaming up, right? You don't want I mean, That's not the smart way to do it. What they should have done was left left well enough alone. Let us have a little bit of this decentralized piece of the pie, right? They're still going to get the big piece of the pie anyway, but leave the little bit alone and, and, and let it go. But no, they got to squeeze it. They got to squeeze everybody out, kill decentralization completely. And what are you going to get? You're going to get people to rise. And you see Ben rising. You see Kanye rising. You're going to see the whole community, I think, rise. Abs. And the good news for it is I think at the end of the day, Yusko said this best. First, they ignore you. Then they laugh at you. Three, then they fight you. That's what we're in right now, the fight you stage, which he thinks will happen for another few years. And then the last part, yeah, that's the problem right there, man. Like, all I'm saying is let, let people have a few crumbs. If you let people have a few crumbs, you know, unfortunately, they're fickle. They, they won't care. They'll leave it. They'll be like, all right, they'll shut up. Give me some crumbs and we're happy. But when you take all the crumbs away, then, then you get this. Then you get this. And stage four, they join you. So that's probably a few years away, but let's hope that Ben and everybody fights a good fight and uh, we see that hopefully some portion of decentralization survives. Johnny, we got 266 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. I do want to add a point to BitBoy Crypto. I think one of the things we can clearly see from that clip is that BitBoy is not bought and sold or not bought and paid for. One of the things that we run into constantly with our listeners or with the people in the crypto influencer space is they don't speak their mind. They speak about who's paying their bills. Well, Ben is clearly speaking his mind, and I respect that fact about him. He's fighting the good fight, and that I think we can all respect. Johnny Crypto, you have any closing statements there? Yeah, I was spot on. When you see a guy get that emotional, okay, I can tell you. I've been there. <laughs> I've done that. When a guy is that emotional, you know why he is? Because I don't know why my damn camera. But the reason why he's that emotional is because he's passionate about the space. He truly cares. He truly cares. And, you know, you don't have to believe it. That's okay. I believe what I saw yesterday and seeing him go crazy. I loved it. I freaking loved it because I can see the heart. I can see the passion. I can see the love for it. Good for him for coming out and doing that. And I'm sure there's a ton of people probably all pumped up about it, rallying around him as well. Because I can tell you right now, guys. Crypto space is going to need that if it's going to survive. Otherwise, the only thing you're going to see out there is a CBDC. And I don't have to tell you what that means for you because you all know that already. Thank you, Johnny. And with that being said, let's get into Ripple XRP news. As the CTO, David Schwartz, tweeted out last night, some optimistic news for our Ripple XRP holders out there. He said, maybe this is exhaustion talking after a week of going to bed at 1 a.m. and getting up at 7 a.m. But I feel more positive about Ripple's prospects and those for the entire crypto space than I have now over the past six years. 
What that means is that David Schwartz is anticipating some big players are going to be signing up for not only RippleNet, but to start using cryptocurrency as a whole. Johnny, I'd like to get some thoughts from you and then Tones. You know, this is really... Oh, God, let me just read this a little deeper after I said, because now I have at least six years. You know, this is really interesting uh, because it makes you wonder now um, is, you know, now that, you know, these guys behind the scenes are like, like David and ben, Brad, they know what's going on in the lawsuit, right? And they're probably telling their prospects, hey, you know what? This thing's coming to an end. We're looking good. Now we got the Hinman emails, right? So my guess is here that, what I think might be happening, Abs, is they're able to go out there now and say, you know, all the all the naysayers, all the companies that they probably have been trying to work with for the past two years who have been kicking them to the curb because they're afraid of the, of the SEC, right? They probably told these guys, hey, when the SEC thing's over, come, come see us. Come seek us out. My guess is that the reality is they're probably sitting there saying, hey, guys, this thing's coming to an end now. And, and now they're starting to have more real discussions, Abs. And what I what I feel good about that is, or the why I feel good about that is because, you know, I think we're going to start to see over the next several months to years. Now, you're going to start seeing more, what I've been waiting for, what I've been saying on the show. I want to see U.S. companies partnering with Ripple. And I'm hoping, and he doesn't give any clarity to that, but I'm hoping what he means is that he's seeing U.S. companies reaching out to him and he's on the phone trying to figure out, hey, let's set up meetings. How are we going to make this technology work? So I, that would be freaking awesome. And the title of our video was William Hinman's emails have been released. And that's exactly what we're going to highlight now. Stuart Alderati, who is the lead, the lead lawyer for Ripple, tweeted out last night. He said, over 18 months and six court orders later, we have finally received the Hinman documents. While they remain confidential for now, I can say it was well worth the fight. And the number one question people have been having is, why with this positive news have we seen no price action? And Johnny, I think you have a rebuttal to that, so I think I'd like to go back to you. Him and documents were released last night. This is foundational, not only for the XRP case, but for crypto regulation as a whole. Two things I want to get out of you, Johnny. Does this mean we're closer to a settlement, or do you think this is going to end up going to court? And also, why do you believe now of all times the SEC was forced to release those documents? Um, well, so first of all, do I question one? A lot of to unpack there. Question one. Do I think we're closer to a lawsuit settlement? Absolutely. There's no question. Oh, I actually don't. Let me, let me stop by this. Abs. First of all, I just want to give a shout out to our man, Jeremy. Jeremy, it is your birthday today. So happy freaking birthday. I think you're 27 years old or something like that. I'd send you a, a birthday pie from New Haven. So I just want to wish him a happy birthday. It's also it was Tones' birthday on Wednesday. So happy birthday to Tones. He just turned 18. So, uh, or something like that. But anyway, uh, Anyway, so happy birthday to you guys. But uh, getting back to the Hinman stuff, so important here that, A, I totally believe now that we're very, very close apps. And I've been saying this for a while. The only reason why this thing dragged on was that there was there's a smoking gun in those emails. You can see it in the attorney's language here, right? When <laughs> he says it was well worth the fight. The smoking gun will come out sooner or later, abs. So to me, the fight was, could the SEC stop these emails from coming? If they could, then I think this lawsuit, I think Ripple would have been in trouble. But the fact that they're out now, it's over. I honestly believe, in my opinion, I'm not an attorney, but here's what I think. I think now the SEC is going to be willing to come to the table, so will Ripple, and they're going to say, look, we both need a win here. And we're going to say, we're going to say, the SEC is going to be able to say, we're going to sue you back for 2013 for what you did as a security. Okay, we're going to say that, and, we're gonna, and you're going to pay a small fine. And then... We're also going to come out and say that what you're doing now is not a security 
and you're going to be able to operate normally. I think that's the win-win for both sides. And I think abs, that's what's going to happen. NFT Jones, I'm going to you, my friend. He says it was well worth the fight to receive those documents. I guarantee in there, they tell him not to make that speech. And I'm going to highlight a tweet for our listeners a little later. But what are some of your thoughts on Stuart Alderati, the lead lawyer for Ripple, saying it was well worth the fight to receive these Hinneman documents? <laughs> I, I think that this is really, really important. And I'm excited for this XRP news. But thank you, everybody, for all the happy birthday wishes. I, I'm happy for that. Thank you. I love you, Warrior family. So I am excited for this because there's definitely a lot of stuff in these Hinman documents that could definitely help the XRP case tremendously. And I really think that this is huge. So I can't wait to see what happens when we can actually read these. Oh, Oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait that we can start reading these. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think we were ever going to see these. And you know what? Part of the settlement may be that we can't see these. You may not. We may never see these settlement emails. The reality is this. Here's what I'm looking for now, Abs. You asked the question, what's going on with the price? Uh, you know, obviously, I think that we're probably not there yet because as soon as we're very close to this thing, you'll probably see some more price action happening. Although we did see movement in price, which means... Some of the elites did position themselves in the, what, 40-ish cents range. We saw some strong buying in the 44, 45. And I suspect that typically when they're buying in that range, they always want a 4 or 5X. So maybe we see up to a $2 pump. I don't know. Um, and you'll get that, obviously, when the news comes out. And that's going to be a dumping situation. I mean, this is not – I don't think this is going to be a long-term hold for right now. I think this will be a short, pump, a lived pump and dump abs, which, you know, again, buy the rumor, sell the news kind of a thing. News is going to be big, but there's going to be a lot of other external factors that are going to happen. You're going to have exchanges relisting. You're going to have the flare launch. And so I'm not, you know, I'm not suggesting people dump a lot, but, you know, you might want to take a little profit um, because I think we're not in a bull market. But when that next bull comes, unfortunately, Ripple didn't really get the full benefit abs of this bull market because it had the pressure of the SEC on its neck, yep. right, holding it down. So while everything else got the pump, poor Ripple kind of didn't get, get didn't really get that. And we were all waiting for that. So I think the good news is what I want to see is this stupid thing off its neck. And then Ripple can continue to go do its thing. You're going to have positive news. And then going into a bull run? Oh, baby, 2023, the end of 2023 and 2024 for me is why I think you're going to see monster movement for Ripple. Again, just my two cent, eight cents and not financial advice, not a financial advice. Johnny, I want to read this quote for our listeners here. So Ripple actually filed a long brief, and we took the time to read through some of these claims, and there are some very important information. So one of the most important claims that we found is that Ripple is stating a jury would be more than justified in concluding that the defendant's offer and sales of XRP were not only lawful without registration and statement for each of those tests. A jury would be justified in concluding that the SEC introduced confusion into the marketplace, both because of the agency and has now abandoned each of those alternative tests. And they're basically saying that the Howie test is outdated here and that Ripple meets all the qualifications. But the fact that it's stated in these briefs while the William Hammond emails are coming out, and then we have a great update for our listeners. Johnny Crypto, I'm going to ask you to take the floor here because I'm going to find a little Elon Musk connection and pull it up. Yeah, so I think at the end of the day, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we're going to court. I do not think, because if we go to court, that's another probably year. Right. And I don't think Ripple wants to lose another year. Think about how much bit you have to think of things in terms of what's called opportunity cost. Think of how many opportunities will be lost if this SEC court case now, now we're in court for a year, right? 
because they're going to delay and do the same tactics and crap. It's a bad. I saw people in here saying, oh, I want them to go to court so the price go low. First of all, the price ain't going to go much lower. You're going to be sitting bouncing around the 30, 40 cents range. And it's just going to be there for another year. So, you know, I don't I don't I don't think that's a good move. And I don't think there's no way in the world Ripple wants that. Ripple now has the what's called leverage in their hands. Right. And they're going to leverage the shit out of it. And I don't think they're going to go to court. I think they're just going to my guess, if it were me and I were the CEO, I'd be looking to reduce the, the fines as low as I could get. And I'd give the SEC their small win so I could get my wing win and get the hell out of there and get my business running. And I think that's what you're going to see happening. But hey, record this video, come back in three months and tell me I, I might be right. I might be wrong, but that's my gut feel. That's what I think is going to happen. Abs. Johnny Crypto. And I think it's important to remember that Ripple has already said they would not settle unless the SEC admitted that XRP was not a security, but check out today. the tweet. Today. Yes, today. Yeah, correct. And correct. check out this tweet from Brad Garlinghouse yesterday. He retweeted Stuart Alderati's statements about Hilly William Hinman's emails being released he stated the SEC wants you to think that it cares about disclosure, transparency, and clarity. Do not believe them. When the truth eventually comes out, the shamefulness of their behavior will shock you. And then Elon Musk took the time to sarcastically respond, no way. So he's been very, very critical of the SEC for the past few years. And anybody who's been following Tesla and Elon Musk for quite a while remembers that in 2018, they had a resolution with the SEC. And what followed, Johnny? two years of the most bullish price action to ever take place on the S&P with Tesla stock. So we could see some very similar sentiment here. Love to go back to you and then Tones. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why I'm excited because you saw Amazon got sued and then they went to skyrocket. Tesla got sued and they sky blah, got sued and they skyrocketed after the SEC came after them. And now I think the same thing's going to happen here with Ripple. But the thing that's the most important that I loved about this tweet was look at what he says. When I'm going to try to read it small, when the truth eventually comes out, the shameless, the shamefulness of their behavior will shock you. So what that tells me, right, is that he already read the emails. He knows what's going on in there. He can see it. Right. And he probably there's probably proof out there that they, you know, exactly what we've been talking about is in writing, which is <laughs> silly because they're, they're screwed to the wall. But to me, Brad knows Brad now knows He's got the upper hand. You can clearly see it in his comment here. Um, and plus, he even said it a few weeks ago that he thinks a lawsuit settlement is cl or I don't know if he said settlement, but he said he thought this would come to an end in about three, you know, three months or, or first quarter of next year. And this is probably why, because these guys knew this was coming and uh, this should get everybody excited. Um, and I think we'll continue to see XRP pricing kind of stay steady now. I think you're going to see a lot of accumulation. People are going to want to be buying in. Yeah, exactly, Lee. 100%. We all knew that happened, but we also all know that right now we haven't seen any action taken and probably none will because, well, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. But nonetheless, uh, I would continue to expect to see XRP kind of holding its price, maybe going up little by little here as people are trying to, to what do you call it, consolidate into it. And then I think at some point we'll see a five, maybe a five or six X from here, you know, maybe when, when this news it comes out. So, Tones, I'd love to hear from you, but when Brad Garlinghouse talks about the shamefulness that's going to come out of the SEC, I think I know exactly, or at least close to exactly what he's talking about. With William Himmon in particular, he worked at Simpson and Thatcher before he was an SEC employee. They are officially a part of the Ethereum Alliance, so they profit off of the price of Ethereum going up. So after he finished at Simpson and Thatcher, he went to the SEC, decided how this market should be dictated, stated that Ethereum was not a security, retired from the SEC, and went back where, Johnny Crypto? Simpson and Thatcher. So the law firm. Yep. And that's just what we know. That's but what's been released to the public. I can only imagine some of the claims going on behind the scenes. NFT tones. What are you thinking?
Yo, I'm excited because Elon Musk knows XRP. And after everything that he's done with Doge and everything, I, I'm kind of excited to see if he will uh, definitely take more of a deeper look into XRP. Because uh, if he does, I think we could really see a dramatic price increase. Johnny Crypto, one last thing I want to highlight about the case and everything taking place right now is the article we read for our listeners yesterday stating that over a dozen, almost two dozen SEC employees have left the SEC because of Gary Gensler and the fact that they disagree with the way he's running the agency. Now we're having all these claims come out about Ripple. Do you think there's going to be a day where Gary Gensler pays for all this nefarious activity? We already stated yesterday he wants Janet Yellen's job. Yep, that's what's going to happen. He's going to get the job, 100%. 100%. There's not... <laughs> I mean, guys, I've been I've been living a long time. I've seen a lot of stuff. And when you think you're going to get justice, what you end up seeing is you learn what I've learned at the end of the day. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And, you know, everybody, listen, we all do it. We all hook our friends up. We all take care of our buddies. You know, if you had a business and a buddy needed help and he was helping you, we're going to take care of the people we know. Okay, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. And if you're sitting here saying you want to do that, that's a bunch of horse bullshit. Ninety percent of you would. We all do it. Okay, so. Why would they be any different? You know, they're buddies and, you know, they pay their dues and you see it. They put them in a position. They learn something and, okay, you're going to do this role. We're going to put you in that role. They get you experience. We do it at companies too. We move people in different roles to get them experience to move them in a different job. I totally believe this is a, this was a, 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 a what do we call it? A training role for Gary. It's his first government role, right? Government role because he was teaching at a school, MIT. We know that. And then they put him in this role to wet his teeth, get learn experience. And at some point, someday in the future, I don't know when, but it will not surprise me someday if we're talking about Gary Gensler as the Treasury Secretary. It's probably only a matter of time, Abs. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. Johnny, we're going back to you here. Check out this tweet from Crypto Mason. I saw this tweet. It reminded me of you. I wanted to get your opinion. Crypto Mason tweeted out, I'm going to say this again. I wouldn't be surprised if XRP barely pumps off the lawsuit win slash settlement Johnny, I know you have your own theory here, so please fill us in really quickly. Yeah, you know, like I said, before the lawsuit, we were sitting around 70, 80 cents. We're not in a bull run anymore. So, um, you know, it, it, does it make sense for us to go higher than that? I don't know. I think that's probably where we'll end up averaging out. Will we get a small pump, though, off the news? Probably. You know, is that thing going to? Yes, thank you. Hey, Warriors, give that Warrior. Give that like button a war, elbow drop, smash that son bitch so people can come and watch this content. We want to make sure that we're getting out and helping as many crypto uh, warrior maniacs in the crypto space as possible. We do this for you guys. We do this show for you guys. So, um, but anyway, getting back to the price, I think that you're going to see a price. Um, you know, again, this is hard. Predictions are very, very tough. And whatever I say, I'm going to be wrong. So I'll just call that out right now. So you don't have to remind me later that I'm wrong. But my gut is, that maybe we see a four to five X and we see something like, I don't know, dollar fifty to two dollar, maybe. And then I think we settle all the way down somewhere in the 80 cents range. And maybe the 80, 90 becomes the floor abs before we hit the next bull run. And then in that next bull run, that's when I think, you know, if you start applying Fibonacci levels in, in the 4.26 Fibonacci that uh, BC backer has made famous, I think then that's where you see the 10 to $12 price point. So maybe we see that in the next bull run in 2024. But yeah, just like Susie said, I'm not worried about it. I don't care. I'm not in this for a get rich quick scheme like a lot of people are. I hope all our warrior maniacs realize that, that this is a slow, this is a slow game right now. I know everybody's here for 10Xs, but the reality is I'm not looking for 10X. I'm looking for the, for the, for the slow game that yes, maybe we'll get there, 
But I, I, I'm not losing sleep over whether it happens or not because I know in the long run we're into something really good. Awesome, Johnny. And that's exactly what The Motley Fool put out a rep, an article yesterday stating, will Ripple become the next PayPal? But before Ooh. we dive into that, I'd love to show our listeners the creative way that we've decided to track your cryptocurrency. So check out this product we've created and smash that like button. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, you're not alone. And it's probably because you don't have an exit plan. The good news is that it doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. First, it brings all your coins into one place from many exchanges and wallets so you can simply see all of your assets across one screen. Next, you can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin's smart algorithm lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. So go to at GetMerlinCrypto on Twitter. That's at GetMerlinCrypto and sign up for our 30-day free trial to get whitelisted so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't wait and miss out on this new and innovative app. Sign up today and get on our Merlin whitelist. It is the smartest way to track your crypto. Guys, when we talk about needing the smartest way to track your crypto, it's projects like XRP that launch without warning. And the best way to navigate this market is by creating a plan and sticking to that plan. And that's what our application does. Allows you to create an exit strategy and then stick to that exit strategy the simplest and easiest way possible. So if you're looking for a 30-day free trial, click on the link down below and get access to our product for totally 100% for free first 30 days. Johnny Crypto, with that being said, let's dive into this interesting news because Ripple... They are creating a competitor to PayPal, and they've actually created a better system. So which digital payment system will reign supreme in the long run? This is a conversation about PayPal being compared to Ripple. It's a digital payment system that has been the blood life of the e-commerce marketplace for years. The RippleNet blockchain network was designed to carry cash payments quickly with low fees and cross international borders. Here's the really interesting part. What Ripple does to improve PayPal's system is that PayPal holds more than $37 billion in customer accounts and received funds. That means they have to hold $40 billion in cash in order to have access to those funds for their customers. These enormous ledger balances are a meat of the PayPal system, allowing the company to transfer payments as needed across its internal books. Right now, they have cash sitting in over 200 countries worldwide. And the solution that Ripple provides solves this exact issue. NFT Tones, I'd love to go to you. All the flaws in PayPal and transferring money today, Ripple is the solution. But how do you feel about the Motley Fool producing this article at, right when Ripple's lawsuit is coming to fruition? Yo, I, I think that is, I think it's really important to know when they're making this article. But I think that this is really important to know that they're making a competitor PayPal that works on all the problems that PayPal currently has. I think that this is tremendous. And I think that the XRP uh, competitor will actually do a lot better than what PayPal uh, currently does. And I think it'll cause a lot more people or a lot of these other uh, companies like Venmo, Apple Pay, Square Cash, uh, even Amazon Pay to actually start looking at uh, the blockchain to see how they can actually... Uh, make their own system possibly better. Johnny, I'd love to go to you for some comments here. The Motley Fool producing an article comparing Ripple to PayPal. And we know that Elon Musk was originally a part of the PayPal mafia. What do you think about Ripple just creating a better product to what PayPal does today, specifically removing the $40 billion in cash that's needed to transfer money? 
Yeah, I mean, if, to me, this is exciting because I think uh, we know they have a technology and it's all about unlocking value. And as Mark said the other day on the show, friction, right? We're trying to remove for, yes, BitBoy is the man. I love it that he came out there and stood up for crypto and put a target on himself. Good for him because he's doing what he believes is right, right? That's what America is all about, doing what you believe is right. But this article, you know, Abs, this is why to me, it's so important. As you, I don't know if anybody heard this stat. I want to repeat it because I think it's important. When Yusko was on the show on Wednesday, I asked him what he's investing his money in. Did anybody catch what he said? Everybody heard what he's invested in. They heard he's invested in Ethereum, Bitcoin, Graph, and Solana in fund number one. But you know what they didn't catch? Nobody saw him? What? 80% of his money, 80%. Is invested in companies. Twenty percent is invested in protocols, cryptocurrencies. Eighty percent. It's the companies, right? And this is why I'm excited because for anybody who has the ability, if you're an accredited investor, you should definitely go consider looking at, uh, do your homework, and decide whether or not you want to invest in Ripple. Abs. This is why I'm excited and why I'm invested in Ripple per se because for me, I believe in the company as well, not just the product XRP or an ODL RippleNet. But I believe RippleNet, as you just said, somebody put it out there, it's going to be like the Amazon. It's going to be a technology company in the future, driving the future of Web 3.0. And to me, not only do I want to be invested in protocols, but I also want to be invested in companies. And to me, Ripple is one of those that I want to be in. So I, I'm excited. Every time we keep finding more news like this, I just get more and more excited because it's more validation that we're invested in the right things for the future. And check this out, Johnny. So PayPal does over $45 billion in cross-border payments Ooh. per quarter, per oh, quarter. So yeah. not per year, but here's what's really interesting. So transactions Damn. are completed in seconds using RippleNet for a fraction of the cross. Typically, They'll charge up to 11% to transfer your money in a traditional banking system, but PayPal has improved, bringing that down to just under 4% and 2% if you decide to get it done with an additional cost. But one of the things I found very interesting is that Ripple is essentially free. Look at the cost per transaction here. 0. 0.00000 to the eighth power four six. It's unbelievable. And this is going to open the floodgates for global liquidity. One of the least talked about conversations when it comes to money is the velocity of money. The faster the money is moving through the economy, the more value it has. And that's what Ripple is doing when they say open the floodgates. Johnny, I'm going back to you. Here is where the battle is going to happen. Yusko rightfully pointed this out. And I think, Abs, you brought up the statistic that I think it was JP Morgan's making 18% fees on moving money. Yeah. Okay. So you have to remember that Ripple is going after somebody's pocketbook. And that is there. Therein lies the problem. Is you're showing it right here. The numbers are here. I don't have a calculator, but I could basically see that you're going to be saying, "Okay, I've got PayPal or the Visa companies, right, that are making three and a half. What's that? Three point seven five percent or two percent? If you're in a hurry, those fees are going to go to point zero 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 four six cents. Yeah, we're talking a tenth of a penny. No, we're talking way less than a tenth of a thousandth of a penny, millionth of a penny, versus where they're making money. So you're stealing somebody's lunch." Now, Abs, if you're in high school or you're in sixth grade or you're in second grade and somebody steals your lunch, what are you going to do? I'll go get you're NFT gonna... tones to beat them up. You're going to go punch them in the mouth, right? You're going to do so you go, old school, our school, we'll punch them in the mouth. So somebody tries to take your lunch. So this is why there's going to be a battle here. However, what I think in the long run is that the lower cost solution typically usually wins because 
Because while the guy who is making that money loses, the companies who are paying that money wins. So this is the battle. This is where they, you know, first they ignore you because they don't want you to come out with that solution that's going to take the money. Then they laugh at you to kind of make it look like, eh, yeah, no, that guy's, it's not going to happen. That technology is not real. It's a scam. Then they fight you because like, oh, shit, this is really going to happen. We're going to lose our lunch. And then they're going to figure out that they're going to lose their lunch. And they're going to like, all right, how do we work together to get some lunch back? And then they join you. So I think that's what's going to happen. And we're just in the process of that. And we're in stage three right now, the fight you stage. And as Mark said, that could last for a few years. It might not be to 2027. It's going to be it's going to be a while before we're really seeing this stuff happen, Abs. But I think that's where we're headed. And that's my eight cents. Johnny, I've got another update from the lawsuit here. As one of our good, check out this Twitter account, all of our listeners, JV the Great, and not RJV, a different JV. He said the SEC admits that XRP is just cryptocurrency code. I'm going to read directly from this document, and then we'll kick it back to Johnny K. As the SEC admits that XRP is just computer code, it comes with no rights or obligations attached to it. Unlike securities, XRP appears to be on Ripple's balance sheet as an intangible asset, not debt, or equity. This is only outlining our argument. Johnny, why don't you elaborate? Yeah, so that's very, very interesting. SEC admits XRP is just computer code. It comes in nowhere. Exactly. That's what we've been saying is that, that you, if you, listen, everybody knows this, okay? If you own XRP, do you own Ripple? Do you own Ripple? The company? Exactly. No. Exactly. So it's not like a share of stock where when you buy the stock, I own the company. I own the profits in the company. Shit, I can even vote by proxy on something, okay, if I buy a, buy a share of a company. If I buy XRP, I'm using it to, to buy something. Uh, you know, look at, look at TapJets. TapJets is using it for transactions. And Johnny, check this of- out. One of our listeners said XRP will never see $5, and I'm not here to say it will, but what I can break down is some of the connections that lead me to believe we're going to get some huge price action. Ripple is hosting a banking conference this week, and some of the most prominent speakers on the planet <laughs> are going to be speaking here. We've got the Bank of America's Head of Emerging Payments and Innovation, MasterCard's Chief Digital Officer, and Amazon Web Services' Global Head of Innovation. So when somebody says, why are you so optimistic on XRP? Not only are they working with the World Economic Forum, not only are they working with the Digital Pound Foundation, but they were working with Amazon, MasterCard, and Bank of America. Kicking it back to you, Roto. And Abs, you know what? Here's the beautiful thing about America. To this guy's Ted life. I love your monkey over there. Good job with the icon. He's having a blast. Listen, Ted, here's the beautiful thing about America. You, I'm going to have, if I'm going through, yeah. So whatever. So here's the point, Ted. You're allowed to have your opinion. Good for you. If you don't think it's ever going to go to five, that's fine. If you sell it three at 150, you're going to be living a nice life. So good for you, my friend. I would just, I would just encourage you this to everybody. When you put a statement out there, right? Just be a man or woman about it and just put your reasoning. Why do you think it won't? That's all. Because you are totally entitled to your opinion. And frankly, to have a good debate and discussion, I would love to hear Ted Life's reasoning of why he doesn't think it'll go to five. Because maybe he's right. Maybe there's something there I didn't think about. That he's like, yeah, so debate is what made America great. Two sides talking together, sharing ideas. You know how many times I have a conversation and I think I know the answer? I talk to him like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about it that way. And then you're like, oh, and you see things differently from that point. You and I had tons of conversations like that, right? So Ted's life, I would love for you to embellish us a little bit more why you think it won't get to $5. You're totally entitled to your opinion. And you know what? You might even be right. I don't know. None of us are right. All I know is see that curve right there, the abs show, <laughs> that curve. And I, it makes, gets me very excited. And there were a lot of people that when Amazon was at $17 and I sold it at 27 like a jackass, said it will never go past 30 
And guess what? It's at thirty three freaking hundred dollars, or went up that high. So the reality is, I'm and never going to not including that. reverse splits, people. So if you know what reverse <laughs> splits are, you can only imagine what the true price would be. So I welcome you, Ted, to put out any all the warrior maniacs. You're you're entitled to your opinion, but tell us why you think it. Because you know what's great, loving to have your opinions. Because we can have even more debate on the air here, and, and and throw your ideas around there. So please share those in the future. I'm not going to say you're right or wrong. I'm just going to say share your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. Thank you, Roto. And we're going to get into some quant news. I'm just going to pull up this tweet for our listeners because one of the things you may not know about quant is that quant was supposed to have 45 million original tokens. However, during their initial coin offering, they did not sell all of their tokens and they decided to only keep the remaining 14.6 million sold and they burned 31 million quant. Oh my goodness. Lucky for you, quant investors. That seriously reduced the float. Johnny Crypto and NFT Tones, what are you guys thinking about this? Let's start with Tones. Yo, that's huge. 30 million burnt? Like, holy crap. Now, I bet a lot of people wish they saw the ICO for this and actually got involved because imagine getting quant at the lowest point that you possibly could before it spiked. Because right now, you're looking at, what is it, like $130, $140 quant? It's kind of crazy. 170 170 God dang. Thing really went crazy. Holy shit. No, uh, you ain't seen crazy yet, Tones. We ain't I, seen... I, I, I know, I know. I think we're going to see crazy in the next I I know. I I think I'm going to have to DCA double my bag soon because I'm afraid that we're going to keep seeing it go higher, to be honest. And to my man, Mentelec, listen, my friend, I know your pain. I sold. I sold Amazon at 17. And uh, I mean, bought at 70, sold at 27. So I know the pain here of selling Bitcoin at 50. I I, I would definitely, if you're going to sell, have an edge. See that? See that right there behind me? Have an exit plan, guys, and know that your exit plan isn't, don't have a 100% exit plan because <laughs> we're too early. We're so damn early in this technology that you want to have an exit plan to grab some of that profits on the way up, but you don't want to do what I did and sell it all. So hopefully, mental like you didn't sell it all. Hopefully, you're still sitting on some Bitcoin. But guys, these are all lessons learned. We're sharing our experiences. We're sharing our pain with each other as a family, as a warrior family, so we can all learn and help each other so that when the next bull run comes, we're all making it together. We're all successful. And yes, I'm expecting an invite to all of your islands. You better invite us there. I'm going to be pissed if I don't get an invite. And the whole 3T family for that matter. Awesome, Roto. And we got 288 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to close this episode out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to NFT Tones and thank you to Johnny Crypto. Check out this tweet we are going to close our episode out on. It says a wolf in sheep's clothing. This is Sam Bankman-Fried sitting next to Bill Clinton. We'll see you guys in 72 hours. And it's like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us. And I know everybody's waiting for it, so I'll say it. There's a rat snake weasel for you right there, boys. Love you guys. Let's go.